Case Study 0035, Jurassic School. Nerdy middle schooler Tommy is forced to take care of a baby dinosaur after his clone science fair project hatches early. He quickly begins to think of the creature not as a pet, but also a friend. Good God, how long is this? But when the dino escapes on the day of the fair, Tommy must figure out a way to get the creature back before greedy grown-ups get to the dinosaur first. Jesus Christ. Just, uh... Yeah? Life. Mm. How this movie affect you? Um, it gave me a, a really, like, a whole range of emotions. <laughs> That's fair. I think sometimes it was what I expected, and sometimes it was not, and I was sad when it was not what I expected. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what you expected. And I gotta say, I realized this is a children's movie. That's fine. I get it. But it was flawed. Yeah, even <laughs> even within the, the genre of children's movie. It, and I feel like it couldn't decide mm-hmm. if it was a children's movie sometimes. I mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just, it, was, it yeah. was a strange time. It had the, like, the Disney trademark of adults are so stupid, which I appreciated because it's so stupid. I love it. Yeah. We watched Jurassic School. Let's get into it. First off, credits are in Comic Sans. You know you're in for something good right there. We see Tommy riding his bike down the sidewalk. He is riding the biggest bike. It's like an old cruiser with a basket in the front. Fantastic. Loved it. He's on his way to his, like, Saturday afternoon whatever school thing. They show kids on the track. They're, like, doing a track meet or practice or whatever. We get to overhear the first stupid adult conversation where these little girls are like, I hate the science teacher. She doesn't teach us anything. I know. And she is always asleep. Is that something that happens? It did not happen at any point in the movie. Like, yeah, I was really looking forward to that. I know. If anything, that science teacher looked like she was coked up beyond belief at all times. She was was so hyper. (laughs) And then their coach is like, all right, ladies, it's time for suicides. And the little girl's like, uh, I think you mean sprints. Another stupid ass yep. adult. Thank yep. you. So Tommy gets in and we meet Ethan, who's like, oh, my whack ass dinosaur toy that I totally made and didn't buy at the store isn't working for some reason. Tommy fix it for him. Fine. And we learn that Ethan's kind of a dick. He's- actually the worst like yeah as i was watching this i kept texting people like i think that this might be the worst movie villain i've ever seen he's so mean (laughs) at least like if an adult is the villain it's like okay they've lived a life and they've made some bad choices but Mm -hmm. i'm like dude what are you 10 he has no excuse he's got a poor household is what it is he lives with emotional abuse every day and he's just passing it on (laughs) (laughs) this whole thing was so confusing like he what was it like yaps or oh yeah Baps uh, or... yeah the was the something of the paleontology scholars young young something <laughs> well, 
I didn't even bother to even think about what it stood for. I was just like, that's a stupid name. <laughs> I think I, I, I like rewound and checked because I was like, I want to see if there's a legitimate reason for calling it this. And I was like, no, these words don't need to be together. <laughs> but it makes a word, so it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> but also, Ethan's experiment, it just pissed me off because I know I've seen that toy at the thrift store a million times. They just cut a section out and like crammed some like computer pieces in it. And I was just like, dude, no one, no. No. And its main draw is that it poops out donut holes. Right. Really? Which like I, that, I was really confused by that because it started doing that. And like immediately mm-hmm. people assumed and accepted that it was donut <laughs> holes. And I'm like, if something is coming out of a dinosaur's butt, like wouldn't you maybe like check first? Like, right. they're just like, Everyone... oh, I know exactly what this thing that came out of this dinosaur's <laughs> butt is, and I would love to eat it. Yes, I'm going to put this in my mouth immediately. Exactly. No. First off, there's no way there's a deep fryer inside of that dinosaur toy. How? And they, there's another scene where it is just shitting out these donut holes, like, endlessly. Yeah. Where is? Where are they keeping these donut holes? Right, it's, it's so much more than the dinosaur can fit. I just don't, like, is it actually <laughs> producing them? In which case, it's not donut hole. Like, yeah, there's no way this is Thank okay. You. No, every part of it is wrong. Okay, so I guess they're presenting these experiments. All right, wait, first, we gotta get into Tommy's experiment, which what the fuck also (laughs) he had like this weird analog 1960s computer hooked up to like a marble madness game like what the fuck that is how science works (laughs) (laughs) there was absolutely no need for those marbles it went down a little thing and then he what (laughs) i hated the science in this movie i hated it so much i realize this is a children's movie but I'm going to talk about it as if they presented it as real science because that's how it was presented to me. Exactly. Bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. And I I was wondering, like, what is the objective of, like, showing that it is the marble thing? Like, are you trying to tell young kids, like, if you also have this toy, you can make live dinosaurs from scratch as well? Like, what? Why? Exactly. It... (laughs) Yeah, if you know how to put up like a Marvel Madness root with all these little pieces, you too can have your own dinosaur pet. It's proven in this movie. Yep. And they're showing these experiments to get accepted into this program. There are tons of kids in this classroom. Only two of them have experiments. (laughs) For some reason, it's a competition to get into the program. Like, I thought it was just like a fun program kids did after school or whatever. But no, it's like cutthroat. They're going to go to nationals. I, what the fuck is this yaps? I, yap, hated it. The the scientist that they just met who is just like there for a day. Like what? Yeah, it just seemed (laughs) not the way that these types of programs would be structured, you'd imagine. Like, oh, like a a paleontology science fair. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, that's already weird because that's oddly specific. But still, it would be like a like semester long project with like all these other things. And instead, it's just like, get your magic ready. This guy is here and he's (laughs) mad and he is capitalism. It's a lot. Maybe they go to a charter school. Maybe that's what it is. (laughs) That's probably what it is. That makes perfect sense. (laughs) 
I don't know what to call him anymore. When I was in my 20s, we would call the CEO type guy yuppies. I don't have a derogatory term for them anymore. I guess it's just CEO. <laughs> so this, was he a CEO? I don't know. But this guy from the company, he was like, we need this guy, Ethan. He is a real go-getter, even though his experiment is just a shitting dinosaur. And he, Why like, was that so great? He emphasized twice that it was like because of his like charisma. And so, yeah, the weird thing, it's like he, he goes to the school with this premise of like, oh, I need this new edgy stuff. And he's like, ah, charisma, that's what I'm looking for. How did you know, Ethan? He's going places. He is. But the teacher, what's her name? Mrs. Hadley? Doesn't matter. The teacher's like, no, you, you need to get Tommy in the program. He's the smart one. Ethan's a little dick <laughs> or whatever she says. I don't know. Yeah. And he continues to just be like, no, but charisma. <laughs> communication between those two what's important here science or marketing yeah come on tommy goes home and he's like i don't know there's computer stuff he's doing communications on the internet seemed to be like 2001 internet this movie was made in 2017 by the way every website he went on was an offshoot of myspace yeah lots of graphics lots of real fun stuff yeah I particularly enjoyed when their mom came in and his sister was like, oh, it's because he has a prehistoric flip phone. And I'm like, that's maybe not the type of time period that you want to introduce in this particular movie. Like, no. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Mm. There were so many lines in this movie where it's like, oh, are you saying something? Oh, oh, this is going to come back. And none of it. It's all just, it falls flat. Yeah, completely. it all just like goes into the ether and you're like, oh, bye. That was a fun <laughs> line. So Tommy gets word that he got accepted into this program and he runs into the kitchen to tell his family. <laughs> Mom is like, holy shit, what the fuck? Get away from my fern. Yeah. <laughs> what does she say? She says like, you know that's the only thing I've won a first prize ribbon for. Right. Like that really? was, it was a really specific insight into the family dynamics that like I really wanted <laughs> to be developed more because I'm like, okay, so like A, she's obsessed with winning prizes. So maybe he has uh -huh. some anxiety about this competition because of that. But like B, she cares about her ferns more than her children. It's just uh -huh. it's real messy. It's super messy. And I was like, oh, first prize ribbon. She really values that competition. She's gonna really help him get the first prize at this science fair that doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean you would think but... you would think, but apparently no, it's only fern related competitions that <laughs> merit her enthusiasm. <laughs> Oh my god. Miss Hadley is a science teacher. And Tommy goes to school and she's like, you gotta work on your presentation skills, Tommy. <laughs> the most important part of science is presentation. Which, which I, I mean, to be fair, maybe he could stop knocking eggs over. But like, beyond that, like, I think he did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> he did a great job. He's a smart kid. He's such a smart kid. He didn't have anything come out of a dinosaur butt. Like that to me is a really high quality level of presentation. If you got to drop an egg or two, like that's fine. <laughs> right. It's part of experimenting. Exactly. Right. And then we meet Chelsea, who I guess is Tommy's BFF. This was another, what the fuck are you guys talking about? She will not shut up about her mom. Yep. She keeps bringing up her mom and she's like, oh, well, you know what my mom says. And you know what? My mom, 
who the fuck is your mom? Why do I give a shit what your mom says? Exactly. I'm like, this is going to pay off in the end. This is going to be like a really huge cameo. This is going to be like Michelle Obama is going to come up and be like her mom. And it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Or like... Spoiler, that doesn't happen. It doesn't happen at all. Like, honestly... (laughs) Well, and we can talk about this later, but I was surprised that there even was a mom. Just because of the way all (laughs) the other jokes didn't pay off. I was going to be like, is her mom a dinosaur? Like, what is happening? Right. She's just a ward of the state and lives in the Natural History Museum. Exactly. That's the movie I want. Oh, man. Sequel? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we go back and Tommy's doing more experiments in his room. Where the fuck is he getting all these ostrich eggs? He has like, I imagine in his fridge, he's got a regular egg container that you get at the grocery store, only it's gigantic and it's only ostrich eggs because he has so many. Yeah. He's always breaking them too. And I'm like, does he know that he's going to break them and that's why he has backups? Like, because I feel like the way he treats the original experiment, it's like, oh, I'm going to get it right. I don't picture him as having this huge container of ostrich eggs in storage, but yeah, clearly he does. Thank you. Okay, I was wrong. He was actually showing his new growth hormone. And this kid, he's he's got so many experiments on the fire. And he's showing this growth hormone experiment to CEO guy and Ethan and science teacher. And he's like, okay, okay, you gotta, I don't have the analog shit, but you gotta trust me. The marbles aren't necessary right now just for this one experiment. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And he's like, okay, this egg is going to grow to twice its size. And they're like, all right, let's see it. And it does. I mean, after a while it grows, but then it explodes. Everyone is so pissed off about it. You know what? Fuck you guys. That egg grew. Yeah. Eggs don't grow. That literally was like five times more impressive than Ethan's thing. And they were just like, how dare you take time out of my day for this failure? (laughs) I'm like, what are you trying? I can't do that. Like, why aren't you excited about that? I thought you cared about science. He's got like egg yolk dripping off his nose for like a good five minutes. It's yep. just dangling there, like something about Mary's scene or something. Yeah. And not impressed. Eggs do not grow. Right. He made an egg grow. The fact that it exploded just means it was growing too fast. Exactly. It's like a balloon. Like just get with the program, right. people. This is science. If you don't like science and you're just into marketing, Go into marketing. Exactly. Bro. Go to a marketing business called Ethan (laughs) Company. I don't know. I just don't like... You're bad at science. Stop it. Exactly. And I also have to mention, there was was way too much talk about genetic material in a children's movie for me. It skeeved me out. Anyway. (laughs) We're in Tommy's bedroom now. He looks over and he's like, what's that? And the (laughs) egg is moving? But it wasn't the egg. It was the grass underneath the egg that was moving. Like, obviously, someone's pushing it with their hand. And I appreciated that a lot. Yeah. So, of course, it hatches. It's a dinosaur. He's like, oh, you're real. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Dinosaur leaps into the growth hormone and sucks it down and then mom comes to the bedroom door and she's like tommy i heard noises is everything okay what 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 did you hear you heard an egg hatch what are you yeah i think she has super hearing that is only egg focused maybe (laughs) it's part of her like fern skills that she just has like a a way with nature Mm mm-hmm 
That's disturbing. It is. So obviously the dinosaur, since it chugged down the growth hormone, grows to full size. Yeah, predictable. God, Tommy's parents, what's the deal? They're terrible people. Like, I don't, you know, it's funny. It's like, I really, obviously I want to get to know Ethan's parents to know why they're, you know, how just his origin story. But honestly, like, I would expect Ethan to come from parents like Tommy's. They're just, Uh they're not interested in things beyond Mm -mm. ferns and being bad (laughs) parents. Those are their two hobbies. It was fully the adults are idiots trope. And there's a scene, I think in a little bit, where Tommy, he's like sneaking into the kitchen and he walks past the parents and they're watching cartoons (laughs) and they are just loving. These are the best cartoons these parents have ever seen. And all you can hear is like boings and fart noises. (laughs) I was like, what? I... I bet they, right. they I bet they would really love the donut hole dinosaur. Like I think Oh my god. Like they would, they would have been like, Tommy, how did you even get into this? This guy has a farting dinosaur. Exactly. I mean a pooping dinosaur. They're like, this is this is like something that happened on our show. <laughs> this is just like episode four. Exactly. They barge into his room and he's like trying to get them out. And there's just one scene with the wildest ADR where he's like great chat guys I gotta get back to work (laughs) it was so great loved it I always wonder with stuff like that like where was the ADR recorded like you know what I mean like did they not have money for an actual ADR studio and so they were just like hey can you just yell into your iPhone for me please It was great. But we're on a bus right now. It's really no, it's fine. Yeah, just do it. It'll just be it. it'll be great. You know what? Worst <laughs> case we'll have we'll just have another actor say it. Right. Your back is turned in the scene. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. Just exactly. Do it. <laughs> so now the dinosaur is full size. Not the size of the dinosaur on the poster. Not at or all. Or anywhere near it. No. <laughs> I was it's expecting like... a, a large dinosaur. I felt that I was being advertised a movie where a dinosaur <laughs> is very large and chases children. It was, mm-hmm. a, I mean, there was some chasing for sure, but it was a medium-sized large dinosaur. Like, just very different genres. Yes. In the poster, I believe there were little tiny people riding on top of the dinosaur. Smaller than its mouth or tiny. Yeah. This dinosaur is not that. No. The whole time, the entire movie, it's like smaller than a Great Dane. Yep. And it it keeps having growth hormones. So I'm like, oh, okay. So it's going to get as big as the other. And no, like that just did not happen at any point in time. It was really, (laughs) I'm just, I feel... Sad. I wanted some children to be in danger, I guess is what I was saying. I, yeah, I don't of know. Of course. That's, we I were just... sold a bill of goods. Exactly. We were lied to. <laughs> Agreed. Because of this, I mean, obviously it's for budgeting because the, somebody had a really dope hand puppet that they wanted to use as the dinosaur. So that's what they did. We got a lot of great scenes of children petting another hand, which... <laughs> It's just a dinosaur puppet. You guys, I'm not fooled. I'm smarter than that. It was a very friendly, sad looking hand. So it had that going for it. (laughs) Also, he named it Spike, which makes no sense. He doesn't have any spikes. No. (laughs) 
And like Spike is for like a, it didn't make sense to me because it was really portrayed as this sweet, vulnerable dinosaur. Mm -hmm. And so like, I, yeah, I don't know, just a a vulnerable, maybe human coded name, even like an in-between not super vulnerable, right? Like if the dinosaur was named like Roger or something, that still would have been better than Spike. I would have been like, oh, is he really a Roger? Like maybe he's like more of an Alan or like a, you know, like a, but no, there's like Spike to me is like a dog that has like those little pointy things on its collars. And that was not at all this dinosaur. And if we're going for like dog names, how about Spot? More appropriate. I mean, I don't even know if it has spots, but Spot would be better. Yeah, it's like the correct quantity of wholesome. Yeah, exactly. Even just like Fluffy would have been fine. I get that it's not Fluffy, but it it doesn't have spikes. So come on. Tommy's like, oh, you must be starving. All that growing you just did. I'm going to go get you some food. And he snags the fern. But first, before he snags the fern, he like sneaks out of his room. And when he sneaks out of his room, he opens a door and he looks both ways. (laughs) One of those ways was a wall. Why? What are you doing, dude? You're supposed to be a smart science dude. <sighs> but you know, like when people are really good at one area of science, often it means they have really strong <laughs> gaps in other areas. So it's like he's so good at dinosaurs, maybe just right. really struggles with like what walls Physics. Are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this wall seems like a place where my parents could materialize. Right. He's got book smarts. He's not street smart. Exactly. Or hallway smart. Hallway smart. smart. <laughs> Also, this is when I noticed the soundtrack was insane. It was loud and an onslaught, never-ending, wacky, not classical, don't know how to explain it, very much soundtracky yep. kids' movie music. Yeah, it was like very it. high stakes and yet not. Like it was like, mm-hmm. oh, woo, dinosaur fun, but also weird, wacky vibes. It was it was very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, this was a movie. It was a movie. He goes back to his room. You know what? I don't even know where we are, but I know that he went to leave his room. His sister comes out of her room, which is across the hall. And she's like, what the fuck is your deal, nerd? Or whatever she says. I don't know. (laughs) And he's like, what? What's going on? And he sees Spike go into her room. And he's like, oh, I got to distract her with a hug. And somehow that makes Spike go back into his room. That's... That's how dinosaurs work, I guess. Like, you hug your sibling and they're like, oh, room switch. <laughs> Gotta go. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the logic. I mean, I can't read my handwriting. I was writing so fast because there's so much to try and remember. Oh, that was another thing. At the beginning, when he's telling his parents that he made it into this program, his dad's like, let's celebrate with dino nuggets, which <sighs> gross. And Tommy's like, yeah, awesome, dope. And then he looks and Tommy's like, oh, we don't have any. How about kale? <laughs> First off, kale's not a substitute for dino nuggets. No. Second off, I thought that was going to play out somewhere at some other time. So when he goes to get the fur and I'm like, why don't you just get the kale? Right? It's probably going to be more nutritious. Yep. Your mom's not going to fucking lose her mind. Yeah. I don't like maybe Tommy. there was a deleted scene where the dinosaur didn't like <laughs> kale that would have made complete sense of it. But no, he just went straight for the ferns. I love the idea of there being all these deleted scenes that mention all the yeah. weird lines <laughs> that seem like they should have had callbacks. I mean, it would be nice. That's the movie. I it's probably not true, but you know, it's, it's no, just something I'm gonna, I tell in myself. In my head, it's true. Exactly. <laughs> 
we get to the next day. Tommy's sleeping on the floor because he let Spike have his bed. Adorable. Right. Stupid, but adorable. Good kid. <laughs> yeah. And his mom hasn't noticed that her fern is missing. No. Her fern. That's like her blood. Yeah. Like, like there's no she way doesn't... she doesn't kiss it before bed every night. That's weird. Absolutely. She touches it in a weird way every night. Yep. Her husband is very jealous. <laughs> Can we leave the fern out in the kitchen tonight? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. I just I I just have really strong feelings. Spike gets sick. Tommy's like, Oh, I get it. Obviously, you need more oxygen. Yeah, that's I'm gonna buy all the plants on earth and yeah. put them in my room. <laughs> it's just like he gets this like one hour delivery from this plant company like is that a thing i mean it is now but in 2017 it absolutely not. not it was not first off who <laughs> second off how <laughs> third off what i mean i get the idea that plants give off oxygen but no yeah i, I do not accept this theory at all it's not just this like i'll oh, put more plants in the room and this dinosaur that is barely able to breathe will suddenly be fine like i don't think when it, that first happened i was like oh cool i learned something about oxygen and how to save dinosaurs and then i was like wait no that's not how air works like no because it was literally like he set up the plants put a plastic sheet over it and then like two minutes later spike's fine yeah no. Also, I don't, I don't it made that. it look like he had like a grow house in his bedroom. Like it was just weird. <laughs> but also we got to mention the delivery oh driver God. for those plants who was terrified of this hand puppet that he saw. <laughs> but was terrified of it, but didn't do anything. Because I was like, oh, is he going to call the authorities due to the dinosaur sighting? And he was just like, Whoa, oh, no. Sometimes I go into a house to deliver plants and there's something scary, but I have a confidentiality clause. So I just get out of here as fast as I can. Right, that clause. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to call the Ministry of Dinosaur Sightings, but unfortunately, I have signed an NDA. So I'm just going to run out of here. Also, why? Like, that's he sees that and the first thing he thinks is, there's a monster in here. Not like, hey, there's kids playing with a toy. Hey, maybe that's a puppet. Hey, because it was a hand puppet. <laughs> no. No. It, it's automatically some sort of monster in these people's house. Yeah, 100%. You're a dumb... <laughs> and it's like the kids aren't afraid of the puppet dinosaur, but yeah, one delivery guy is like, this is literally the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Dad comes in and he's yeah. like, what's what's going on with all the plants, yeah. bro? <laughs> uh, I'm just, you know, experimenting. I'm science guy. Oh, that's cool. Maybe someday I'll get to see a real-life T-Rex. Dad, you're such a fucking idiot. They'll never make T-Rexes. They did in a movie called Jurassic Park, you asshole. (laughs) Stop asking me about my plants, Dad. You're dumb. You don't know science like I do. Stop watching cartoons, idiot. Dad's like, hey, uh, you didn't happen to borrow Mom's fern, did you? And first off, that's a weird-ass question. Yeah. It may have been true and valid, but it's a weird-ass <laughs> question. a very weird question. <laughs> and second, you're just now noticing what? Like, come on. 
I, I love that it's just, yeah, that he just asked that question. Like, there's no like, hey, I noticed you have a fuck ton of plants in here. <laughs> By any chance, did you take the other plant that was in this house and put it in here? Like, it, he just does not address the 8,000 plants that are behind them. Just ask what <laughs> one would assume if they weren't looking would just be a completely unrelated fern question. Mm-hmm. Sure. I just I think like they need to maybe take like a parenting seminar. Like, I don't, <laughs> do they just not know how to talk to their children? Like, is this a strategy? It just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sure a lot of parenting books come in audio form now. So, I mean, it's so easy to get that kind of information. Yeah. They could play it over one of their cartoons. That way it's not cutting <laughs> into their TV schedule. Like, I think it's fine. Yes. There also is the alternate explanation that maybe the dad is really smart and he knows that the fern is in there but he wants it out of his bedroom so he can have a night alone with his wife <gasps> nice so he's just playing that's dumb. A really yeah. yeah it's a good possibility i'm, I'm pretty that's sure what that's what's is. happening he's yeah he's the smartest character in the movie 100 percent. yep yeah that's canon now it is canon <laughs> spike's about a day old and tommy has decided he's going to teach it tricks yep as you do successfully yeah like this dinosaur smart he picked it up immediately which i'm gonna call bullshit on <laughs> and mom comes in and she's like holy fuck my ferns in here i've been looking for this for like an hour because i didn't notice it before and she's like you are so fucked dude <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what she said. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, <laughs> and to punish him, she takes away his computer, which is a weird punishment because that's how he does his schoolwork. But yeah, that's fine. yeah how, it's weird. How does that... I haven't been a, a child in a long time, but, but yeah, it's like, yeah, we'll take away like your devices or something, but you didn't need them for sure. school. Like, how, Is this film really just a commentary on how hard it is to be a parent in contemporary America? It's a commentary on how children see adults as being exactly. stupid, but we're actually the smart people. You're so smart. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> Spike and Sis meet up somehow. Sis screams. This was disgusting. The scream coming out of Spike grossed me out so much. I hated it. It was not right. It was, and I think similar to the name, I was like, I don't buy that this sound is coming from this mm -hmm. dinosaur. It just didn't feel right. Ugh, I hated it. It, it was like tortured E.T. Hated, hated, yep. hated. Mom calls sis before this though. And she's like, you got to do laundry. And she's like, fine, I'll do laundry. And in this next scene, when she's doing laundry, when she discovers Spike, she's holding a giant laundry basket and a broom. <laughs> Why are you holding a broom? Are, are you sweeping the laundry into the basket? Oh, that's smart. I didn't do that. <laughs> Especially if you're doing your middle school brother's laundry. I can see how that would make sense. Yeah, you're. I just like, I don't want to touch this. Like, no. yeah, it's, it's her way of kind of acting out. Like, all right, if you make me do this dumbass's laundry, I will be using <laughs> a broom. Just FYI. It's like, right, it's the whole like stereotypical trope of when a man will be like oh i don't know how to do laundry i'm just gonna make it worse <laughs> to get the woman of the house to do it maybe it's like a reverse that where mm -hmm. she's trying to be like listen i don't know how to do laundry i am clearly using the wrong tools i think you should assign someone else to this particular <laughs> chore yes an example of weaponized incompetence thank you is what it is exactly you're welcome <laughs> 
I mean, if a teenage girl can't use that, who can? Exactly. I think it's just a call for those of us who don't use that to just start. It's like, no, I'm going to start doing yes. my laundry with a broom. I mean, I, there's no <laughs> I don't know any better. Yeah. I don't know. Like, that's not going to help me because there's no one else in my apartment that's going to do it for me. But you know what? I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> I wish you luck on that venture. Thank you. You're welcome. Sis blackmails Tommy once she discovers Spike. Of course, because yep. whatever. I guess I called Cynthia Chelsea earlier. Is there a Chelsea? You know what? I never remember names. I never write them down. That's on me. My bad. Uh, yeah, the only name I remembered was Spike. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's all you need. <laughs> Cynthia, Tommy's bestie, calls him from the library, and she's eavesdropping on the science dudes. They're real mad. <laughs> They're real mad because Tommy's not returning his emails because he doesn't have a computer and he only has a flip phone. Man, if you're that pissed off, just call him. Yeah. Just call him. Right. You seem so disturbed that you can't get a hold of him, but you can. Yeah, it's- very easily in a medium of communication that actually is more appropriate for this situation. Like, why would you absolutely. spend your time typing an email? Yeah, absolutely. He runs to the library. I don't know why they're at the library to do these experiments anyway. Like, the science teachers there just go in the science room. Yep, yeah, because there are science supplies and things of that nature in there. So Tommy also has his um, experiment. He's got Marble Madness's back. Yep. That's apparently still something that we need to make this work. Yeah, not the second time, just the first no, and no, the no. third time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess I was wrong. This is when the egg grows. Did it not grow before? I don't remember what the second time was. He brought it before. There were three times he showed them. The first time, the middle time. I don't know what the middle time was in this time. It did something the middle time. Maybe it grew a little or it shook like it was starting to grow. It showed signs of progress before yes. it exploded. <sighs> Stupid adults. I know. They're so dumb. We get back to Sis and Spike, and they're doing each other's nails and makeup, and she teaches them how to do a high five. It's adorable. And then we cut back to the school, and since CEO dude got egg on his face, literally, he fired Tommy from the program. Yep. And he's like, all right, I guess that's my lot in life. And then the teacher chases him out, and she's like, Tommy, science isn't about quitting. Yes. He he didn't quit. (laughs) Right? He got kicked out of the program. I don't, I thank you for the advice, but I wasn't quitting, Mrs. Headley. Yeah, this really is starting to feel a little bit like gaslighting. That's not what happened. (laughs) She's trying to inspire him. Science isn't about quitting. It's about failing (laughs) until you're successful. And I'm like, wait, I get that learning is about making mistakes and learning, but that's not quite what she said. No, not at all. Go into that like, all right, let's just fail a ton of times until something magical happens. That seems like how white cis men in corporate America works, not science. (laughs) This seems like a really mixed narrative. Yes, absolutely. Let's not try until magic happens. That's science. Science. (laughs) That's how all of our scientific discoveries happen. Just like, you know what? I'm just going to fail. And then Mm -hmm. maybe like, I won't give up. I'll just keep doing it really badly. And I'm just going to sit around (laughs) and just see what happens. Right. I'm not going to learn anything or take notes or like make a mental note of anything. I'm just going to keep doing the same shit. Yep. And just maybe the same. Yeah. Yeah. And just focus on your charisma. We're good to go. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hashtag science. It's all 
<laughs> then we cut back to Sis and Spike having the most fun some more. And it made me think about like if I was a middle schooler <laughs> and I was forced to take selfies with a hand puppet for like a good few hours at my day of work. Yep. How humiliating would that be? What'd you do today? Uh, <laughs> oh, we just shot this movie. It's pretty cool. <laughs> oh yeah, what what scene did you do? Um, I I I, I played the sister of this guy. It's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, what what was the scene about? Um, I I played with a hand puppet. <laughs> humiliating. It's so humiliating. I think the way it it sort of. It just felt like the sort of trope of like the bonding between two young friends of like, all right, like first uh -huh. we're gonna paint each other's nails. Mm -hmm. And then she taught him how to high five. It's just this whole <laughs> thing. And then it's like, oh, well, yes, the next, obviously selfies are the next sort of part of, yes, the next phase and that those good times. Right. And it, yeah, it was just, I felt, I felt like it, it's like that just leapt into a whole new genre. Like it was the, yeah, it was like the fun teenager, girls times, go buy something mm -hmm. at limited to with the dinosaur moment. It was, it was really awkward. Oh my God, I want the mall makeover scene so bad right? now. With like a, like a uh. music video to go along with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see mm -hmm. now I feel betrayed on another level that we didn't get that. <laughs> I'm sorry. So Tommy gets home and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry sad I got kicked out and sis is like you know what I got you back let's go show everyone how smart you are and spike is awesome and let's do yeah. it yeah <laughs> get to school Ethan gives Tommy his bullshit toy robot dinosaur and that spooks spike yeah. it runs away it's fine whatever we see what's his name CEO guy Dr. Reggie is like what's going on this is what I thought he left. Like, why is he still at the school hanging out with these kids? I, uh, shenanigans is all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, like, concerned that maybe he actually doesn't work for a science company and he's just an unemployed <laughs> man who just is looking to fill a void in his life. Because, right, like, wouldn't he have, like, meetings and stuff? He just right. is only there ever. Right. He's really focused. Yes. And when he takes them to the lab, quote unquote, you know it's just a big storage unit. Yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah. It's all a front. It 100% is. So we get into this wacky chase. It wasn't even a chase scene. It was a chase section of the movie. <laughs> it went on forever. Wackiness ensued. The librarian calls somebody and yeah. says there's an animal tech that she can't describe and they hang up on her. <laughs> she said it was like some kind of like a dog with something. It was... <laughs> with scales? Yeah. A giraffe that something... I, I couldn't tell if she could tell that it was a dinosaur but didn't want to be laughed at or if she genuinely thought it was a dog with scales. That was not clear to me at all. And I like right. personally I really wanted to know what she thought I wanted to me that that character perspective was really important and I got nothing I know I know it's disappointing it is. she's a librarian she had the words for it exactly hasn't she ever read a book and seen what a dinosaur <laughs> looks like I don't yeah I 100% call bullshit on that so right after that we cut to this woman in a car eating a bagel like a sociopath like yep. it's a fucking burger or something people <laughs> Eat your bagel in halves, please. Do I it. implore you. We, we already live in a messed up enough world. Just eat your bagels correctly, please. Thank you. And she gets a call because she's a government person yep. about an animal. 
But the librarian was hung up on who is calling this government <laughs> agent lady. I don't understand what's happening here. Maybe the librarian called, I don't know, like a, a diner. And the person at the diner was like, oh, this isn't related to us. I'm going to hang up really quickly and then pass this message on to the government. Right. That's probably a good call. Yeah. Yeah. That was another deleted scene. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the diner. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I mean, if they didn't cut all these really important scenes exactly. out, this movie would have been three hours long and it just, they couldn't make it that. They yeah. had to like keep in this chase scene that lasts a good hour and a half. Exactly. Just like priorities. Yes. Thank you. You're wow. so smart. She, this woman, this government lady, she gets to the school and Dr. Reggie is like, oh, the feds were alerted. First off, this is just a woman. She's not wearing a t-shirt that says feds. Yep. She's just a woman in a suit. And I'm still unclear on who the fuck she is because yep. she's not feds. She's like animal welfare, but not. But Yeah, I feel like he was sort of treating it as like a division of the FBI. And I feel like right. that was really not what she was. Exactly. And it's all because, as we all should have a healthy distrust for the government, yep. he knows he's doing some shady-ass shit. Yeah, exactly. He's just, I mean, I just said yeah. that as a joke, but he actually was. He 100% me, so. is. Spike, Tommy, and Sis escape. And Dr. Reggie's still running after them, saying that the dinosaur is property of Vista Tech Labs, which is, you know, his place. Vista Tech Labs comes... Ugh. This movie! Ah! And, okay, Vista Tech Lab comes, grabs Spike, drugs the hand puppet, leaves. Tommy is mad. Sis pretends to be sick so Tommy can escape because they're holding him back. Yep, that was a very sweet, bizarrely effective distraction. Right. There was this moment of like, oh no, the child is distracting us by fainting. (laughs) Like, what are we going to do? And literally all eight people had to focus on that. It was impressive (laughs) in a way that it should not have been. Because it's like, why do they suddenly care about children? This is a world where people are like, oh, your charisma sucks. You're fired. (laughs) Also, I care more about my ferns than you. A child... (laughs) (laughs) pretends to faint in the fakest way ever and a thousand adults Mm -hmm. are like oh no we need to stop dealing with this dinosaur problem they thought she was dead they thought she was like oh i'm dying (laughs) somebody all right they're at the lab and we're at reggie's storage unit with the et room with the plastic partition so you could not see that there was a puppet yep He's yelling at Ethan. He says to him, I lose this grant if he's no longer alive. Like, (laughs) fix it, Ethan. This is like a 10-year-old. Yeah. And this adult is like, fix this biological being. Right, that you did not create and had no involvement with whatsoever. (laughs) You know, after I selected you for this science thing, based purely (laughs) upon your charisma skills. Right, (laughs) that has not existed in millions of years. Read a book, you stupid idiot, and fix this Exactly. Use your charisma, Ethan. Why did I hire you? He says, I staked my reputation, my career on this. Dude, that's on you. Right? That's on you. That was your bad decision. Mm -hmm. And also like, wait, when did that happen? I thought he staked his career on the donut butt dinosaur. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry, when did you, I'm still not clear on when he changed to staking his career on this alternative. I don't understand. (laughs) 
No, it's nonsense to go. I'm missing something. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay, cool. Uh, so, <laughs> so Tommy and Sis get up to the front door of the lab. They've got Ethan's <laughs> donut pooping dinosaur. And they put a, po- <laughs> a post-it on it that says, from Ethan. And make it walk to the door. Boy, this scene was so logical. The security guards open the door and they're like, oh, what's this? Oh, it says from Ethan. Hey, isn't that that yeah. prodigy kid in that thing? Oh, oh checks out. Yeah. Put it in. How? How does that check out? Right. How he, the fuck? He's inside. The dinosaur is outside. Like, the geography of the situation just does not make sense. Regardless, it just said from Ethan. Ethan, I'm pretty sure Ethan has a last name. Are we not gonna... Oh, yes, Ethan. All right. I'm so excited. (laughs) The prodigy. (laughs) The prodigy who has so much charisma that he has the ability to make dinosaurs appear outside. (laughs) I mean, they have to let it in because it's from Ethan. For sure. And and then the the woman's like, you smell that? (laughs) So... In theory, if she can smell it, it is actually making the donut holes <laughs> that, and pooping yeah, them out. At that moment. <laughs> yes. And these security guards go fucking oh my nuts. God. They're like, have never seen donut holes in their lives. Yeah. And it's the most important thing that has ever happened to them. They are stuffing their faces as if they've never eaten it was bizarre. It feels like it's playing off the cops and donuts trope in a like security guards and donut <laughs> holes kind of way. It is the best distraction ever. They immediately care about nothing else. Also, just to call attention to the moment when they say, did you order anything? Nope. Like, <laughs> there's like, like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you, did you order this, this donut hole shitting dinosaur? Oh, yeah. No, that was, yeah, that was my yeah, toy I ordered. I ordered. You got that, like, on QVC. <laughs> I told him just, like, <laughs> yeah, I told him to just leave it unwrapped and walking towards the door when they with deliver the it. With the post-it note yeah. saying it's from a random person who was here. And, like, that to me, it's just so fun how much that is juxtaposed with their enthusiasm. They do all the work of, this seems suspicious. I did not order anything. And then there's that immediate transition of, like, ah, yes, donut holes. Let's eat 74 of these. Immediately. Exactly. (laughs) I didn't even pick up on the cop donut trope at all. I was just like, these guys are crazy for donuts. I mean, that honestly, (laughs) that makes more sense. I I think I'm ascribing more narrative complexity to it than actually exists. (laughs) I think you are. I think you're giving this movie way too much credit. (laughs) Yeah, I think on the page, it's just like, oh, cool, donut shitting dinosaur. There are no associations beyond that. Exactly. They cut back to the weird plastic partition room (laughs) in the storage unit, and Reggie's like, what's up? Did you fix him, Ethan? What, What the fuck? And Reggie's like, I don't even know what I'm looking at. (laughs) No shit! You're a fucking child, and this is a new creature that hasn't existed in millions of years. Why would you? Good God. We go through so many weird cuts. Uh, The kids get into the building, and immediately Reggie's like, Hey, you kids! Out of the what? Get them! And... There is another chase scene. Boy, I can't get enough of chase scenes. Oh my god, they're so good. So good. And this one is super fun because it takes place in the Dunder Mifflin building. (laughs) Super fun. Oh my 
teacher's there and she's like, all right, you guys, hide in here. And she puts them in a room and then they come out wearing hazmat suits or at least Tommy and Sis do. Yeah, as you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, who are these small humans in hazmat I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, nothing suspicious is happening. Hazmat, that's absolutely (laughs) something that we need for this dinosaur situation. Absolutely. And they get into the, the storage unit and teacher's like, Hey, we need one of those things. Can you go, um, guy that's watching the dinosaur, could you go get the D, uh, what's it called? Science lady doesn't know what a defibrillator is called? No. Come on. That's, that is concerning. Just as like an educator who's around small children, probably none of whom know CPR. And so if something happens, ideally she should, yeah. I just, yeah, Yeah. it makes me worried for the safety of the children, I guess. I mean, we should have been worried about the safety of these children in general from the beginning. That's true. But they're also all assholes so i don't care yeah 100 <laughs> percent. they deserve it but also why defibrillate why not like if you're gonna get caught if they're gonna come back whatever ask for oxygen you guys need oxygen get oxygen yeah or even be like hey uh get can you get us some oxygen but also just leave it outside the door for no apparent reason right. that would be great yeah and yeah and then go take exactly. a break yeah we got this it's fine yeah they decide they're going to put the dinosaur in a garbage can and sneak it out, yep. which is some like Annie level shit. I love it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I was actually disappointed that at no point was the Annie soundtrack involved. <laughs> like, I think just like, a, I don't know, like a sort of like dubstep instrumental version of It's a Hard Knock Life <laughs> while taking the dinosaur out of the building would have been beautiful. I agree. That would have been really nice. Yeah, that was the only problem with this movie. The rest was... Yeah. <laughs> it's just the absence of the dubstep Annie soundtrack. Yep, I agree. I agree. They take Spike, they wheel him to just like a few feet away from this lab, which seemed like a bad idea. They should have yep. gone farther. Just a little maybe bit. Maybe the teacher, yeah, maybe the teacher could have driven him somewhere. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Like, I know she doesn't know what a defibrillator is, but she might know what a right. car is. Yeah, right? Yeah. She's got, I mean, she's got to get places. Yeah. She's been to places before. Yeah. Worst case, she can call like a, a rideshare or something. Yeah. <laughs> Which reminds me, I did not bring it up earlier. For some reason, Chelsea, cut. it's a C word. His bestie pulls up in a white car, rolls down the window, and is like, hey, what up? You need a ride somewhere? <laughs> and they take, and I was like, oh, we get to find out who her mom is now. Who's driving <laughs> that car? We have no idea who's driving the car. She's no. just got like a driver. Yeah. And I'm like, this is going to pay off though. This is going to be. It absolutely is. The driver is going to be important. It's going to be a whole thing. No. It's going to be two hours of the movie. No, <laughs> no, no. no. Anyway, they're in the the forest because Spike needs oxygen and that's where you get oxygen, apparently. Yeah, exactly. The oxygen quantity. Honestly, I don't even know why hospitals do like oxygen tanks. I think they just need to be like, oh, let's get some plants in here, stat. More house plants is what hospitals need. Every exactly. COVID unit should have 10 plants each. Exactly. Thank it's you. like, a, I just right, solved it. Oh, like, call the ICU. We need another fern in here. Like, <laughs> why? This is, this is so obvious. Why aren't other TV shows and movies taking advantage of this? I mean, it's people just don't understand basic science is the they problem. They don't. Only Tommy does. <laughs> so Spike's in bad shape. He's like, well he's gonna die he's gonna die i'll call my science teacher i don't know why she's not with us right now but i'll call her she gets there she walks up because they're only like 10 feet away from the lab yep yeah of course it's efficient 
And they're all doing the worst fake cries. I mean, children, I understand <laughs> your children. However, you're also actors. No. Yeah. It's... Pretend like your mom just took your computer away. Right. And yeah. I'm not saying that as a shitty old person. I'm saying that as a person who would cry if my computer got taken away. Yeah. And I think that's like a good happy medium. Like, I feel like whatever I hear about directors trying to get child actors to cry, it's one of two things. It's either like, oh, nope, they're a child. I can't do that. And it's like, hey, imagine if your entire family got burned in a fire <laughs> and then like the child gets yes. traumatized and there's no it's never like yeah think about if your computer got taken away for a week i think that that would have been perfect for this yes and it already happened in the movie so he has a basis for it yeah they can like <laughs> show them the scene be like hey wow that remember really when sad. that happened yeah do you have any feelings about that <laughs> Didn't they do that to Ricky Schroeder? Like they told him his mom died right before a scene. Didn't that happen? I, I feel like a terrible person because my first instinct is to say that's hilarious. Which <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess depends on like, you know, if it actually happened or didn't. But like, that's, I'm not going to Google it, level. but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> You're like, damn, that's great. Right? I got to write that down. Like, I think it's fine if it didn't. I, yeah, I feel like I'm one of those people, like, I don't mind if a director messes with my head as long right. as it's not true. Because then, so then I'm like, oh, now I really have to be sad about this. But if they're like, oh, yeah, your, your cats and just went action. to the moon. Action. <laughs> just kidding. Nope, your cats are on Earth. I'm like, oh, that got such a good performance out of me. I'm going to win an Oscar. Thank you so much. Yep. I mean, yep. cats on the moon, dead mom, same thing. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So anyways, teacher lady's like, what's up? You, you need me? You called me? What's up? And they're like, you're too late. He's dead. And she's like, he's not <laughs> dead. He, there's a pulse it's like a bird and she said some shit and i was like i don't care <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if this is before or after the oxygen tent but dr reggie comes out and he's like uh i'm a monster mm -hmm. that's still mine <laughs> same bullshit and everyone like everyone everywhere it was just like <laughs> Okay, first we got Dr. Reggie. Then we yep. got government lady who's going to arrest him for all the shitty things he's doing. Yep. And then mom somehow knows exactly where they are. How did she even know they were missing? Like, right? she's out of nowhere in the woods. Mom comes like stumbling, shambling out. Oh my God, where have you been? You were at work, lady. Right? You didn't even know we were gone. Yeah. What? Like, did the security guards tell her in between donut holes? Like, I don't understand <laughs> what happened. How did you know we were A, at the lab, and B, in the forest next to the lab? Yeah. Mom? N none of those things make sense. Mom's got like a shady GPS tracker in their underwear or something. Oh, God. That explains so much. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> No, it doesn't. I'm now I'm just like this. This just feels like the start of a really uncomfortable episode of SVU. The mom with the ferns and the underwear trackers. Gross. Which also, where is her fern? Like, why didn't she bring it with her? Right. I it, assume that she brings it everywhere. Exactly. It's the only thing she's won a first prize ribbon for. Exactly. That's it's not more something you leave at home. Children. No. Yes. But then I'm also like, oh, is this like a sign that her character has grown? That she's able to like part from her fern for an hour to yeah. figure out where her children are? Yeah. Like, I don't buy mm. it, but I, I feel like they're... They're trying to make us think. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> that's what they're doing. Yeah, and they did. They made me think a lot. 
And this is when the big payoff comes. Cynthia, mm-hmm. I, I wrote it down, so now I know her name. Cynthia pulls up in a car and guess who's with her. You're never going to guess. Oh, my God. Is it Michelle yeah. Obama? No. God damn no. it. No. I mean, it is her mom, but her mom's not Michelle Obama. I feel betrayed. I know. Are you are you ready to find out who her oh my mom God. is? Who's her mom? Uh, Tabitha Nolan. Holy shit. I know. Who's Tabitha Nolan? I, I don't know. Oh, don't. my God. She's, it sounds uh, important. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, she is the CEO of Janetta Sharp. And when she gets out of the car, Ethan, like, nudges Tommy. And he's like, you seeing this shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A woman. Oh my God. A woman who is really <laughs> famous and recognizable because, you know, one of the things that you know when you're a child is the physical appearance of CEOs <laughs> of genetics companies that are interested in dinosaurs. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously. Yep. This was so played up and so like, holy shit, I can't believe it's her. I had to Google Tabitha Nolan. <laughs> I had to Google Janetta Sharp. You know what I found? Absolutely nothing. Oh, man. I know. I, I yeah. This is going to be really disappointing here, but both are fictional. God damn it. Then why wasn't there an establishing scene at the beat? Like, this is one of my, the, like, you know, you're in like a screenwriting class and you're giving someone feedback and then they're like, oh, well, since you mentioned this thing is going to pay off. Why don't you just do the worst possible version of this, like a television with a news scene that's like, oh, the CEO top of the fancy pants is in charge yes. of science. Just, they did not do yes. that. Or it was a deleted scene. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to see the director's cut of this Me movie. Too. Oh my God, it's, it's going to be, be like so six good. hours long. <laughs> Michelle Obama's going to be in it. Oh my God, that's going to be amazing. I can't wait. They could have at least had a scene where Ethan and Tommy were like, man, I sure would like to work at Janetta Sharp one day. I really admire Tabitha Nolan. She sure is great. She is an excellent CEO of Janetta Sharp. (laughs) Hey, I wonder who her child is. She probably doesn't have time for child because she's a very fancy CEO. And if she did have a child, we wouldn't know them. That way it's no. like when you meet her, you're like, oh, I thought she didn't have a child. And that even if she did, it wouldn't be someone at their school. I am flummoxed by this plot twist. This is the best movie. Exactly. Oh, my God. My mind is literally just melting. Yeah, none of that happened. <laughs> nope. Okay. I guess this is actually when mom shows up and her first line to the children, her first line to the children is... What is this? I can't believe this. (laughs) Let's answer the first question before you can't believe it. Okay? Because right now it's just a toy in a blanket. (laughs) And I can believe that. Yeah. I can't believe that you're in a forest with this puppet. (laughs) And all these weird adults. Exactly. That is absurd. And Tabitha Nolan's here. Did you guys see Tabitha Nolan? Oh my god. Holy shit. I never saw her at the parent-teacher meetings. What? What? Oh my She's god. She's too busy and important. Oh my god, Tabitha. Can I have your autograph? And also, what is this puppet? <laughs> I can't believe it. I cannot. So, Tabitha <laughs> Nolan, being the savior that she is, she just announces that she's taking Spike and taking him to a sanctuary, which 
yay but yay. also you're not gonna ask i mean you do not own this dinosaur right what like who nobody has owned this stuff why do people keep thinking they own this dinosaur because they're adults and adults suck oh shit you're right wait is like this movie trying to tell us something about adults that they're mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. <sighs> don't trust anyone over 12 oh my question. god that's a that's a valid message i feel inspired mm. yeah me too <laughs> So now we're at a different lab. It doesn't look like a sanctuary because it's inside of a building. Yep. They're teaching Spike to do like exercise. Like it, it reminds me of the movie Nell when they're like, <laughs> when they're like, oh, we need to study Jodie Foster, and so they take her to this facility, and like you know, Liam Neeson and Natasha Richardson are are just like really nervous for her, and like they thought it was gonna be good and it would help her, and it's clearly very bad quickly. <laughs> It feels like that, except without the bad stuff. Like, I think that's why I really need there to be a sequel so that we can, like, oh have our, our Jodie Foster dinosaur moment. I've got it. I, I'm. You're going to love this. Oh, my, I'm excited. I am excited to say it out loud. <laughs> the sequel needs to be uh, the movie Nell, where we superimpose Spike over Jodie Foster in every shot. Oh my god! I would watch that like 600%. Yes, I know. I'm very smart. <laughs> oh my god. Like that, because I feel like, you know, Nell is one of those movies that like I used to enjoy and I, I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't like it anymore. You know, I've like seen it three times. I'm good. But I think really right. adding a puppet dinosaur would just bring it to the next level. How could it not? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Even if we reshot it, oh yeah, it, it's going to work no matter how we do this. There's no losing with Nell with Spike. Yeah. We could just well, I mean, Spike, we will lose if we reshoot it, like because Natasha Richardson is no yeah. longer available due to the yeah. being deceased yeah. thing. <laughs> but it's it's fine. Yeah. Oh, a different British lady that's sophisticated. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It, it's fine. I won't. I won't be upset about that. It's okay. <laughs> You love hearing about ladies dying. It's like one of your favorite things. It is, um, yeah, it is one of my hobbies. Sorry. All right, so uh, this is pretty much the end. There's another egg hatching in the other room, and the end is like it actually hatching the end, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Hey, what'd you think of this movie, Kelsey? I think that I just feel, I feel betrayed because it just had so much, so many things could have yeah. happened and that they didn't yeah. and i just like i feel like i'm still you know like i watched it a few days ago and i'm still kind of grieving for I just know. all of that like i just i i expected the dinosaur to become larger i'm still yeah. i don't know i just it should have i mean regardless of anything they were obviously using cgi they could have made a bigger dinosaur yeah think of the hijinks Right? The hijinks would have been all over the place. Even just for like a nice little post credit scene of like, oh, look, it's really big. Oh, hey, it's standing on top of the library. I would have been like, oh, yeah, I sort of got what I was advertised. Yes. And to be fair, if that did happen, I would not know because I do not stick around after I see the first credit in the end. Wow. I mean, that's fair. I mean, with these movies... I don't expect a post-credit scene, and I do not care. Get me yeah. the fuck out. Especially because there were so few other important scenes, like, during the movie that should have happened. It just seems really unlikely that in addition to not having those scenes, that they also, yeah. that they would have a post-credit scene. That just, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Did you have a favorite line from the movie? 
Oh, man. Okay, I have two. Is that okay? Yes, please. Okay, I had a really hard time choosing. You sort of referenced one of these, but I really just, I got to emphasize the brilliant phrasing. It was the exchange of dialogue. You didn't happen to borrow your mom's fern, did you? (laughs) No, of course not. Why would I need that? Awkward (laughs) silence while he is literally surrounded with plants. Like, that was just a beautiful juxtaposition of just, like, the thing that's happening and the thing that the person so it was art it gave me so much joy yeah that was fantastic so my other one was a subtitle because i just sometimes enjoy what people write for subtitles yeah it was in brackets drinking slash purring (laughs) (laughs) just you know during uh i think it was right after the delivery guy left and and spike was just kind of hanging out i i really enjoyed that like one of my favorite subtitles of all time is in the iron lady in brackets it says seagulls crying wow yeah it's one of those things it's like that's not quite what's happening but okay but yeah i think for me drinking slash purring the yeah yeah the implication that those two were simultaneous or associated with each other i just thought that that was just a work of art so whoever was responsible for those subtitles is a genius i freaking love subtitles i i don't process well i need to see what i'm hearing yeah and sometimes they oh the description of what's happening is fantastic and i love it it's amazing it's i'm just like i feel like i'm getting a whole different version of the movie sometimes Yes. It's beautiful. I agree. I had a couple lines too. The thing with this movie, I was expecting the wackiest of wacky lines coming out of this movie. And a lot of it was just not so much wacky lines, but what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Or just the situation in general was what you said for that situation is wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of just yeah things aren't lining up so i guess i'll just give you one because i already said you smell that that was a great line line. and also of course you know that's the only first prize ruben i've ever gotten (laughs) i guess i'm not gonna say one i'm gonna say them all and the other one is the government lady is like uh this is not the first weird animal scape i've seen All right. It's like, really? You win. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> I have to also mention that the mom in this movie was in a movie that I did a few weeks ago called Hansel versus Gretel. Oh, no. Not as good as Hansel and Gretel. Oh. Obviously, it's the sequel. <laughs> but she played like this femme fatale witch who like, she was great in that movie. I mean, when I say that... You have to take it in context. For sure. But it was great. But I like that she was like femme fatale. Yeah. And then two years later, idiot mom. Yeah. That's like. That's, that's range. That's the graph of womanhood. Yeah. Is is. I hope she's getting hired for lots of stuff. Because like if you can fit those two types, like, yeah, right. you're, you're employable. Like you don't need to be able to do anything else. That's all the tropes of a woman. Exactly. Idiot and hot lady. Exactly. <laughs> those are the two genres of the ladies in film. Do you have a better title for this movie? I feel like it depends how you define the word better. So I think for oh. me, I've, I felt that the title was not accurate. Cause like when mm-hmm. I hear Jurassic School, I'm thinking like, okay, it's similar to Jurassic Park, except instead of at a park, it's at a school. And so like, sure. you know, I would be like, oh, the principal did a, a dinosaur experiment. And a lot of scenes will take place in the school with the dinosaur running around instead of like randomly at a library and at this kid's house. So I think for me, I really just felt it was a misnomer. And so the title mm-hmm. that I propose, 
which may or may not be quote unquote good, is um, <laughs> Jurassic after school program experiment <laughs> done by a child. <laughs> like if I hear that, I know what movie wow. I'm about to see. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. Succinct. And maybe like a little subtitle that says, P.S. The dinosaur is not as large as it is in the poster. <laughs> the poster is a lie. Exactly. That's the name of it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't come up with a good one. I mean, I feel like it's there and I just couldn't grab it. The best I came up with was playing God for kids. Oh, I Ching. like that. Ching. Yeah. yeah. Playing God for kids. Subtitle, because adults are really dumb. We know so because Ethan told us. And he's a real smart guy. And he has a lot of charisma, and that's what's important. Exactly. He has charisma and a beautiful character evolution. He is the most trustworthy person in this entire film. I love Ethan now. He's my favorite. Oh, my God. He had, like, so many great moments. He, like, stood up for himself in that room. He's like... I'm not mm-hmm. going to be involved in the death of the greatest scientific discovery of all time. Right? I'm like, Ethan, you're amazing. And then like, yes. he had, I feel like the exchange of dialogue that was the theme of the film when Reginald was like, get off the property. And Ethan just goes, stupid adults. I'm like, yes, <laughs> you get it. Thank you, Ethan. What a great guy. I think if anything, there should be like a seven movie series starring him just because he's, yes. yeah, he's changed. Yes. Ethan is us all. Exactly. We can all relate to the evolution of being the asshole that turns into the rational feeling person. Exactly. Empathetic. Which, you know, maybe is a parallel for the evolution of dinosaurs from scary (gasps) creatures to cute puppets. Oh my God, you just nailed it. Exactly. This movie was so complex. Yes, that like like... was clearly the implicit message of the film and not something that I just extrapolated out of no no connected details. Absolutely. This movie was like an onion wrapped in phyllo dough, wrapped in something else that has a lot of layers. Yeah. It was complex and intelligent and probably one of my favorite children's movies i yeah i totally i i just think it exploded the genre of the children's movie Mm -hmm. in ways that all films are going to be contending with for decades yeah for sure yeah that was that was a lot um do you have anything you'd like to promote kelsey oh hell yeah i am going to promote my instagram and my twitter underscore Mm. kelsey norwood all right everybody thank you for joining us this week i will see you next week thank you kelsey a million times over for joining me it was so much fun thank you for having me everybody thanks goodbye say goodbye kelsey goodbye Thanks for joining us this week on The Asylum, Case Studies. Special thanks to comedy writer Kelsey Norwood and a very handsome and talented Andy Slater, our mixer and engineer extraordinaire. Make sure to visit us at AsylumPod.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever, so you'll never miss a case study. While you're at it, if you found any bit of enjoyment in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Unless you're going to be a dick, then no thank you. So until next time, I'm Tressa Slater. And you know that's the only first prize ribbon I've ever gotten.